Hey, this is Rick, aka the Black Capitalist, and this is the uh, the 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 capitalism for conservatives and liberal radio show. This is our first broadcast. Been wanting to do this for a long time, and and since we have a new president, now it's time to do it. And I would like to say maybe he and his cabinet will use the C word or capitalism often. That's the C word, capitalism. But you know what? I haven't heard it used that much, even though uh, the current guy, Mr. Trump, is a is a billionaire, you know, real estate mogul. But I know one thing. I know one thing: the 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 um, the conservatives and liberals have never really embraced the word capitalism, at least in the last since Reagan was president. And I was a young young kid when when Reagan was president. I do remember uh, him when I was uh, just um, you know finishing up my my military uh, career, or actually starting my my military career. But here's the deal. Capitalism is what's happening. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there on the political side and a lot of voters outside, uh, out, out there in, on the, on the, out there in the public domain that don't understand the word capitalism means. And it's going to be our job on this show to bring it to you, to bring it to our listeners, because without that, without capitalism, Nothing works in America. And the reason why I titled the show Capitalism for Conservatives and Liberals is because, you know, I can I don't consider myself, you know, not I don't consider myself either one, a ca- uh, conservative or a liberal. You know, I am a capitalist. And sometimes, uh, you know, those those two words, those two uh, ideologies, I think you, the people call them the liberal ideology and the conservative ideology those those words are so ambiguous nowadays because you can be a conservative and have things that you do that are considered liberal or you can be a liberal and do things that are considered a conservative so to label someone with these with these words conservative or liberal is just for, out in my opinion it's dumb Okay, so I think I wish people would call themselves either uh, Republican or Democrat and lose those two words, conservative, you know, and liberal, because it just causes all these problems. It takes the focus away from what makes America great. If you ask the the average person about what they're looking for, you know, the average person would say, "I'm looking, I'm looking to have a, you know, to to work hard and to have a great job and uh, to do the things that I want to do, to raise a family, to buy a house, or even have a great apartment." If you live in New York, um, actually Manhattan, I should say. Uh, so that you know, most people are like that. Most people don't say, "Well, I just want to, you know, you know, you know, live my life and have everybody pay my bills and." Have uh, you know live off of, live in public housing, even though I could do better, or uh, just you know basic basically survive. Nobody in America that I know basically just wants to survive because there are too many things that people see. There are too many things that people want 
uh, in life, like cars and, and, and clothes, and uh, you know, they want to travel and they want to have fun, and all those things require money. Okay, so most people are like that. Most people are willing to say, "I'm willing to do something in exchange for money," and if I do it well, then um, you know, I expect to um, you know have. A higher income than someone who doesn't do it well, or if my particular craft, my industry is in high demand, I expect that I'm going to pay, get paid more money than someone whose industry is not in high demand. Uh, so if you're, so if you're like the best heart surgeon or one of the best heart surgeons in America, then you can expect that your your income, your salary. Is going to be higher than you know someone who is not the leading you know cardiologist in America. Same thing uh, for your business. If you have a business and you have worked hard to uh, you know produce the best product or service uh, to get the, the the best to offer the best customer service, to, and you have the best customer loyalty, which means people are coming back over and over and over and over again, then you can expect. To have the highest revenue uh, than someone who has poor customer service, uh, low uh, customer loyalty, and a poor uh, product or service, and so that's what you know. Most people, that's what they 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 expect. That's what their hope is, is that if they put in uh, X amount of hours of work and these are quality hours of work, they expect to have. Average, at least average pay or above average pay, pay if they go beyond the call of duty uh, in, in their job. So when people throw out these words conservative or, or and liberal, it just muddies the water. On the liberal side, it basically it's, it's a um, you know, this word is a sort of like a word that says even if, you know, you're, you have, uh, you know, high aspirations of being very successful, just the word says to some people that you're that you that you care more about social issues than you care about your fellow man or woman working and being successful and i know that's not true based on how people identify themselves a lot of people who are liberal uh, and i've had some supervisors and some business partners that were very very aggressive in their business and they wanted they wanted to make the most money that they could, but they also called themselves liberal, and it just threw a wrench in their operation at times. And on the other side of the coin, I've heard people say that they're conservative, and uh, you know, to me, the word conservative means that, uh, and, I, and I know all the different definitions, and I'll, and I'll talk about some of them, but overall, when someone, to me, when someone calls themselves a conservative, that is a phrase that I've seen at least. That person is, 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 is identifying themselves as being more superior than someone who's not conservative. And, uh, you know, over the next few shows, maybe that'll come out and I'll be able to explain that a little better. And I can explain it better. I just, can't, I just don't want to explain it today on the first show. But, you know, so when someone uses that word conservative, it's, it's like, to me, what I've seen is a lot of people who are who call themselves conservative, they typically have the characteristic 
of not being one of, not wanting to be around people because <laughs> I just want to be around people just like me, and that does not include uh, Leroy down at the uh, the, the, cor- the corner uh, chicken shack, or it does not include uh, someone who has a um, you know a ten dollar an hour job who's doing the best they can. It includes people who um, that thinks just like I do, and perhaps uh, if they don't think like I do, they look like I look. And gosh, I'm not going to even entertain someone who doesn't look like I look unless they think like I think, and then I will include them. See, and, and that's the wrong way to do it. And, and, and if that's not totally true, that is the perception. That is the, the, the perception that people have, and that's the reason why uh, a lot of people with, with good intentions of, of, making, of making America great uh, sometimes um, don't get the full – uh, benefit or the full, uh, you know, uh, assessment of what they're talking about because they, they, you know, use these, they, they, they throw these labels out of, of conservative and, and liberal. So the reason why, you know, Mr. Trump won is because Mr. Trump did not use those words. He, he, I think that the key or the, the phrase that is, or the word that is being used now is pragmatic or pragma, pragmatism. And the uh, a phrase that I or some commentary that I heard the other day basically said, you know, Mr. Trump is not an ideologue, an ideologue, which means he doesn't claim one side of the political spectrum over the other. He doesn't position those two uh, to battle uh, one another so that one is a victor and one is a, uh, a loser. He basically says, I want to make America great again. I don't care what your political ideology is. I don't care what your uh, race is. I don't care what your um, uh, income status is. I want everybody to do well within their own skin, whatever they, they, they consider themselves to be, uh, ideology, ideology, what a word, whatever they consider themselves to be based on their ideological Beliefs. Okay, so it's ideological, and uh, so that's why he won. It's not. uh, It wasn't anything else. It wasn't. And here's the thing: people in the past, regardless of political uh, label, they could have done the same thing, except they always chose to run with these either conservative themes or these liberal themes. And it just really just created this big divide in the country. And here's the, the funny part. When I'm sitting, you know, when I'm out and about handling my business, I see so many people that are that talk about let's say for instance, they say they are liberal, but they say, Oh, I, I'm I'm going up for a promotion at my job. I hope I get it. I'm trying to get, you know, X amount of dollars more per hour. Okay, so that's a capitalist you know, uh, 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 characteristic. Someone who wants to work hard, someone who wants more money in their job so they can do better, that is a capitalist component. And the reason why, it's not that the person who is a liberal who wants to um, make more money, well, people might say, well, Rick, liberals can have the desire to make more money too. Yeah, that's true, but guess what? The company that they work for must be able to generate more revenue first before the employee can even think about making more money. It would be be idiotic for someone – 
for some employee to say, well, I want to work, I want to make more money per hour while my company is not generating more and more revenue. This is the reason why capitalism makes more makes sense, and this is the reason why people need to learn about it because uh, the the uh, the two like liberalism liberalism uh, in defiance of capitalism or liberal liberalism that is that opposes capitalism those two those two are not con- congruent those two do not I mean they're going to butt heads sooner or later. Uh, capitalism is congruent with success. Is congruent with um, you know the company doing doing well because the employees are doing a good job, or because the company is just having you know massive success. So capitalism and success are congruent. Um, capitalism and conservative conservatism that opposes or neglects. Capitalism, that's just plain stupid as far as I'm concerned. It's stupid, stupid, stupid. If you believe in the conservative movement and you do not and you do not include capitalism anywhere in in the in the hierarchy of of the conservative belief belief system, something is totally wrong with that. And I've heard many different, you know, conservative speakers. I'm not talking about Individuals, because individuals, I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, political hacks. I'm talking about the big people in our society who who say they are conservative, but they do not include any component of capitalism in their conversation from from their their uh, their their soapbox, so to speak. They don't include any component, and I've listened intensely. For the, la- for the last eight years, especially, you know, as this country was being um, pummeled by, by socialist themes and by socialist legislation and by socialist uh, uh, things that the government was doing, I rarely ever heard a conservative uh, talk about the reasons why capitalism is what America needs. It was avoided. It was um, ran from like the plague. Uh, I mean, I just, I, I was, I, I mean, I sat watching hundreds of hours of different uh, listening and watching different political people talk about uh, this subject, or you know, at least having the opportunity to talk about what what uh, America, what problems America what was having. And rarely, I would say, nine hundred and ninety nine times out of a thousand times I never heard the word capitalism mentioned so now we again so now again we have this this new uh, president uh, who is um, as far as I know I mean whatever he whatever he's going to do is going to work because America has been devoid of all the things that I studied in, in economics and business class at the at the uh, Golden Gate University in San Francisco you know all the things, all the studies of supply and demand, all the things of uh, generating revenue and and how money flows and and uh, the benefits of having a, a great business plan and competition and um, you know and uh, you know first mover advantage, all these t- topics and themes that most business students take, you know, in, in studying college, none of those none of those disciplines, those 
economic 101 or business management 101 uh, themes were ever uh, exhibited in these last eight years. And it was so, so sad that these things were not uh, exhibited and, uh, uh, you know, and and pretty much released so they can so so thing great things can happen just like they happened under under Ronald Reagan when Ronald Reagan had a an economy an economy worse than Obama worse way worse than Obama uh, the the economy recovered in about 3 to 4 years and here we are 8 years later and like the stats are reported there are 95 million people unemployed in America. There are major problems with uh, with national security and 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 border um, enforcement, uh, with just thousands or, or not thousands, millions of, of people uh, from other countries, including you know countries uh, not just including Mexico, but countries from all over. That are coming in through that southern border has totally uh, 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 disrupted the, the American economic and the American uh, business uh, scene here in the United States, and it's so sad. And it's not, and it's not so much uh, that I that I know and I feel that, and I know most uh, you know Americans feel they have no uh, angst or they have no. Uh, hatred uh, toward people from other countries. What they do hate is the fact that the way it was done uh, through executive order and through uh, bypassing uh, Congress and the uh, person in charge, Mr. Obama, um, basically just signing things willy-nilly to make things happen. That's what people are mad about the most. Um, So I know here in California, like I was mentioning, I mean, things here are just totally upside down. California used to be one of the most innovative, the most motivated, the most the, the, the greatest entrepreneur state of the 50 states uh, in the United States. And now it's, 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 it's like the most impoverished state. It's the state where, uh, uh, where people don't even try like they used to, like they used to try uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago. It's a state where, you know, I just recently I saw, you know, 40-year-old men coloring coloring books, you know, in a, in a, in a coffee shop, uh, in, a, in a supermarket that has a little a cafe inside. I mean, there were, these men were 40, 45 years old, you know, coloring books like a, like, like, like a five-year-old. And so what has happened here in California? What has happened here because... The, the the strength and the the benefit of capitalism has not been communicated uh, to the massive to the masses ma- to the masses and has I have a, this is very early so I'm having my my mouth is not ready to talk even though my brain is ready <laughs> so yeah so that's what I'm saying I mean so what has happened in this la- in these last eight years last ten years with you know based on the real estate crisis a lot of people here at least in California have lost their zeal to win see and that's what happens when you uh, inject socialist po- policies into a 
and uh, uh, a strong system that that was primarily a capitalistic system, you have these you have participants now that are not uh, fighting like they used to 10 to 15 years ago. They don't have any aggressiveness uh, to win like they did 10 to 15 years ago. And everybody is just basically settling for less. They're saying, you know what? Gosh, I would really like to make $100,000, but I'll take 40 if I can just maintain and, and sip my latte and and uh, and you know wear my wear my uh, my my Jamaican hat over my Rastafarian uh, dreads, and uh, just kind of like just pace this you know make it on by. Maybe I can, you know, I'll pay my rent. I, maybe I can rent with five people. You know, I have five people that I rent with. And we all pay like two hundred bucks a piece, and uh, we can just um, sit around and uh, just uh, you know watch uh, some of the some of the TV shows and watch our favorite our favorite actors. You know, just do their thing and and and, and watch YouTube videos and and, uh, and spend hours and hours and hours on on social media. So I'm being a little bit facetious, a little bit. I'm, I'm just I'm messing a little bit, but I'm also telling the truth. I am telling the the, the the doggone truth about this, and that's the reason why that capitalism will make a comeback. It'll make a comeback for those who believe in it who have experienced it and will continue to fight for it. Um, right now, since we have a new president elected, uh, President Donald Trump, there are so many people, and I can't understand it, there are so many people that are saying, oh no, we want the miserable life we had that we experienced over the, over the last eight years. A lot of people are like, oh no, there's no way I can have this new guy come in and disrupt the apple cart. Well, on our next show, we're going to talk about who these people might be that are saying this because all the people that I know that want to work, that want to have a great business, I would say the majority of them, the people I know, are struggling because with, 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 if capitalism is not first, it becomes difficult for people to move products goods and services from you know manufacturers to consumers because the consumers have no money and part of me reluctant reluctantly uh, I don't want to think this but like I said reluctantly <laughs> gosh I can't even talk I think that 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 was the plan all along was to harm the American citizen to make the lives of Americans worse and make them more dependent on the government. And when this happens, when you have the people with no hope, no food, no jobs, no opportunities, where else can they go except for good old Mr. Government, so that, so that the government can come to the rescue. That is not the American way. That is not the American dream. And I know some people are out there are saying, but you know what? It's time for for people who have have who have had less to start getting something. But get check it out. It's not at. It should not be at the at the expense of people who 
believe in the American dream. The American dream should not take second place to government policy to forcibly, you know, uh, change the the political landscape to redistribute money from the haves to the haves to the haves not. If people who who are in the have not column want to compete, they have every right and opportunity to uh, using capitalism transfer money through competition to the to themselves. I mean, so if you're making ten dollars an hour and you want to make twenty five dollars an hour and let's say, you know, you at least have a place to stay, you can you know, you can you know, you maybe you can't eat shrimp and steak or crab or lobster, you know, but maybe you can have like, you know, a, like basic meals and you can have like hot dogs and you can have, you know, vegetables. But there is a course out there that's gonna teach you how to become a computer programmer and 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 fortunately, there are there are programs where people can study these things, and it, and it won't cost a lot of money. Or sometimes it doesn't cost any money. I am a participant of and a benefactor of a Cisco program. That when I left corporate America, and you know, and I was kind of trying to figure out what I what I wanted to do, there was a program that was offered uh, that taught anybody who wanted to sit in the class for eight months. How to learn to prepare for the Cisco exam, the, the Cisco networking exam. So I did that. It cost me money to drive to the location, to buy lunch, and to sit there for about three to four hours a day, every about three or four days a week for nine months. So that was my cost. And after completing that program, I took the Cisco networking associate exam and passed it so people cannot tell me that there is no way to elevate them their lives and themselves from uh, a position of maybe lower income poverty to a position of middle class and maybe upper middle class income there's no way i could ever believe that because there are so many opportunities in america where people recognize they recognize that there is a, a problem they recognize that not everyone can come up with twenty five thousand dollars to pay tuition to a vocational uh, program they recognize that there there are a lot of sharp people out there that that are looking to better themselves but the government can't force people to do it there has to be something burning inside of that individual that says, you know what, I know I'm eating bologna sandwiches right now and I'm living uh, in this apartment where there's gunfire and maybe there's like uh, go ghost riding the whip, you know, uh, car, car donuts, and, and, you know, down the street from my house. But I'm going to this class that has been offered to me. It is not... Um, Expensive, and in fact, it doesn't cost me anything to go. So I'm going to go. You know, after I finish working my job, you know, my my twelve dollar an hour job, or maybe maybe um, you know, I'm, I'm I have a little small business on the side. You know, you can take you you can take that however you want to take it. But capitalism is the way to go. And so this show, capitalism for conservatives and liberals.
It's going to be broadcast every Monday morning at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time for people to listen to it. This show may have sounded a little rough. It's the first one. And I've done about 200 shows on different topics. But this show is near and dear to to my heart because I want to see America succeed. I would like to, I want America to be great again, big time. Because when America's great again, it's great for me, it's great for my friends, it's great for my family, great for my sons, great for my, my wife. It's great for everybody who wants to participate. So anyway, I want to thank you for listening to today's show. And uh, I will see you on Monday, which, was, which is December 26th, 2016. Merry Christmas to everybody. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.